Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, getting into the topic that I have for today that I was thinking about when I was going to prepare for today was something that I will never forfeit, and that's going to be peace. Peace is something. You know, actually, it's been brought up the last couple of... uh, Sorry, I have to, like, use two hands. These... Tiffany and I were talking about these water bottles are the worst. They make water bottles literally in paper. It's like it's getting ready to like disintegrate in a second if I don't drink it. So thin and flimsy. Um, <laughs> Pam said, you said Ted could sell anything and I'm sure these will take. Oh, they've taken off because Ted has said stuff. So, <laughs> so yes, he can sell anything. But um, the thing that I'll never forfeit is peace. And I was thinking about this because it, it came up a lot on this trip. You know, um, Ted and I did a couple of Instagram lives last, nope, the week before when we were at the tent meeting. We changed it up for our lives in the morning. And if you had Instagram, he did send out texts and posted it on Facebook that we had moved a couple of our live days to Instagram live where Ted and I shared a screen and we took questions and we kind of talked about how we can do life, how we can do, you know, how do you run ministry? How do you balance it? And one of the things I stressed in there, and then I actually got another question from the pastor's wife we were just with at Tomball, and the answer was peace. So I said, you know what, that's what I'm going to talk about on Friday is something that I will never forfeit is peace. It's such a precious gift given to us by the Lord. And I think sometimes um, we either forget that or, I I mean, I I don't know why we hand over our peace so much, but this is just a encouragement that I'm going to give you and to show you through the Word of God um, how there's nothing we ever have to worry about, ever have to worry about. You know, peace is something so valuable you know people like in society in the world like they go on pilgrimage across the world to certain places to search for peace and like the world is searching for it they're searching from a man for it they're searching peace from books that you can read they're searching to try to get peace from therapists they're searching to try to get peace from um yeah, anything. They'll pay for anything. You got famous people, you know, wealthy, famous people. They're always trying to uh, buy something maybe to bring them joy and peace. You know, when in all reality, they're full of depression and fear and fighting off demons left and right in the battle of the mind. And so, oh, hey, Mary Beth, good to see you. And so peace is something that I, I take very serious. Anyone who's around me, anyone who knows me well, knows that peace. Like, I don't, it's even one thing with my kids. Like, as soon as my kids, like, get to, I, like, I get uh, brothers and sisters and sisters and sisters are going to argue and fight. But there always comes, like, a point that, like, I feel, once I, like, feel it in my spirit or feel like it's hit 
a complete uh, wall for me, then then I'm like, all right, I don't like chaos. I'm like totally against chaos. And I know lots of nice and wonderful people that, you know, mean well, but, you know, when someone is worked up all the time that I don't do well with that situation. <laughs> I don't do well with that person. <laughs> and then next week we'll talk about the love of Christ and loving people <laughs> and working past it. <laughs> but today we're talking about peace. And, um, you know, so peace offered by the world, we know is like an empty promise. It's just, it's just an empty promise. It brings uh, temporary comfort. It's the peace of God. It's the peace that passes all understanding. And that's what we have to get. We have to get that we don't, um, we don't have to force ourselves or try to understand and figure everything out. We just have to operate in, hey, God's given me a peace. Jesus left it with me when he, when, before he ascended into heaven in John 14, 27. And it's a gift that he gave to me. The world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. And, um, and that's what we have to realize, that God's peace is permanent. It, it's a permanent thing. The world's peace is temporary. Like I said, it's a temporary instant fix. And, and it's not going to last. And so permanent peace is offered to us by Jesus because we need to be able to trust his word and live in that perfect peace. You know, we talk about um, a lot of times with uh, the storm and Jesus calms the storm and, and he, you know, he's sleeping in a boat with a storm and he's in perfect peace. And we're supposed to be imitators of Christ. And you have to, you have to start thinking of you know, the songs that you sing, don't just get into a repetitive, uh, you know, in your mindset. Well, it's church. Here's praise and worship. We sing. Then we listen to the words. Really take hold of what you're singing, what you're confessing out of your mouth, what's going forth in b before you. Don't just sing a song to sing a song. Don't just say something to say something. Sing a song because you believe what it says. Remember what it says. You know, when you sing that old song, I know it's peace, peace, wonderful peace. You know, I, I, take, the, I take that song <laughs> very serious, very dear to me because it is sweet peace and it does sweep over me and it has to feel like a blanket that's on me. And so I don't ever want to get worked up. I don't ever need to worry. I don't ever need to feel overwhelmed and you know we we can all get to that point so it's not that I'm not a person that ever like never not feels overwhelmed or is never tired or you know but I have to always put on my big girl pants <laughs> and be like <laughs> and be like all right Carolyn what got you to this point what wh what did you take on that you shouldn't have or what did you take on that can wait. Um, you know, it's okay to rest. I've had to talk myself into that because I'm a person that literally can stand from morning to night doing something, doing something with the kids, doing something around the house, uh, fixing something, moving, traveling. I, there's lots of times where I don't sit until the end of the day. 
But you can burn yourself out. You can burn yourself out in your just general life. You can burn yourself out in your ministry. And for me, it's not worth it. You can burn yourself out because you think you're trying to do something wise when really God's given you peace. And that's what you, that's what you have to be uh, led by. That's what you have to operate in. You know, I plan for peace. That's one of my things before I get into some of my points here as like what we must do with peace. But I plan for peace. For instance, you know, someone asked, you know, about ministry and traveling and this and that. But it's like I used to cut corners on certain things when I travel and even in my own life. You know, this is what people get in their in their mindset. And it's it's kind of funny, like when you actually like think it out and work it out in your head. But I was like trying to think of small examples that either I've done in my life or I've seen people do. But take when I, yesterday when I was getting um, my bags from the what is it the baggage cart the baggage claim cart. I was thinking <laughs> to myself as I put my card in and paid $6 for this cart. You know, lots of people wouldn't get a cart because they're like, it's $6 and I'm literally gonna take my bags off the baggage claim. Now I'm giving you like natural things because little things like this can (laughs) destroy a moment. Little things like this can destroy a moment with your family, with anything, is we're all gonna be the hero and I'm, I'm gonna save that $6 because I'm not gonna get the baggage cart. Because listen, we're only going from the baggage circle thingy, I don't even know what it's called, baggage belt, (laughs) baggage claim belt, to the curb. And you like reason in your mind. Like, oh no, we can do this. The kids are all here, we're gonna push it. We're all gonna do this. Listen, take it from someone who travels a lot. Save up the $6. If you feel like you are going to take many trips in life, just put $6 aside, you know, six years, six years, six years, (laughs) and save it for those baggage cart times because that kind of stuff, and people will laugh at me, but that is an actual thought in people's heads is I'm not going to spend that $5 for the extra help. You know what? Here's another one, valet parking. They would rather park so far away then pay someone $5 to take your car and you could go right to the door. Well, what happened? Like you saved yourself $5, but now you're a sweaty mess walking to dinner because you parked a mile away because wherever you were at had really far parking or really small parking. And you were like, well, I'm not forced. I'm not forcing myself to go to that valet and spend $5. Okay. And so look, you guys are laughing, but these are real thoughts. And then people's they're annoyed. Somebody comes to the restaurant, they're annoyed. They're hot, they're bothered. They Here's another one. Hey guys, when you want to take your family on a trip, save the extra money and do it right. Get fast passes, okay? These are the little things. This is what I mean. I plan for peace. If I want to trip a certain way with my family and I know that things are going to be a certain way, and could be better, then make it better. Make it the better option. And you say, well, you know, people will say, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. 
but the thing in all reality is you can. It just has to be planned. And all of it is for peace. So these are all little practical, natural things that I'm just starting off with because they can be a hindrance and ruin the whole day. You know, I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> but I know somebody who recently wished they paid for a better seat. <laughs> in an airplane they just <laughs> they just didn't want to spend the extra money in the moment but then they quickly realized when they were sat back in the airplane with a bunch of crazy people because I don't even know how to explain it just trust me because I fly a lot the crazies end up in the back people that have demons people that are stinky, people that I'm not, I don't, they're just like, they're always in the back of the airplane. <laughs> and this particular person didn't <laughs> want to um, spend the extra money to have a way better seat. <laughs> Jenna said stinky. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I've experienced this. I've got footage on my phone recently of a demon possessed person because we got, and this was Southwest and you don't have like, you, you have very limited choices and long story. But anyway, just, I know from experience what I'm talking about. So I had a conversation with this person and my thing was peace is priceless. Pay the extra money for peace pay it i've learned that from traveling and so these are the practical things where people are like i want to do this oh but we had to wait in line at theme parks for an hour and a half with my kids and they're crying the snacks ran out this and that but then i could have paid an extra 250 dollars for my family to do fast passes well i'm just trying to save you now just plan for that save for that and spend the extra for peace. In certain situations, peace, you know, I, I'm not gonna take my family and we're not gonna do these back-to-back -back meetings and traveling and waking up and there's five of us. And you know, now that we travel a lot with our team, there's six, seven, sometimes eight and more of us traveling together. I'm never gonna book us, and my team knows this, I'm never gonna book us out at six in the morning. I'm, I'm really never going to book us out at 8, 9, 10, or 11 either. 12 is early for us. <laughs> it just depends how far we got to go that day. And they know this. And they actually have come to me and is like, thank you, because it's noticeable because what happens? We arrive happy. We arrive rested. We arrive in peace. And that needs to be your end goal for every day. You got to wake up and you're going to say, how can I plan for peace today? What areas, what can I do, practical steps, that I can end the day in total peace? Is there something that I need to say no to that maybe I wanted to say yes to? You know, I've done a podcast on this. Not Just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you need to say yes to it. Sometimes it needs to be a no because it's not what you're supposed to be doing for that day or that season or you know whatever for that situation. Just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you need to. So wake up in the morning and plan for peace for your day. Because 
You know, the fruit of the Spirit, as Miracle Word Kids have been working on this for this week, is um, peace is one of the fruit of the Spirit. Jenna, it's okay to say no. <laughs> Ted Rowe, thank you for my 2.30 flight today. <laughs> yes, and they got to sleep in and rested and, you know, then they'll be home tonight. But fruit of the Spirit, the, the nine fruit of the Spirit that we're supposed to operate in that Jesus describes in Galatians 5 is not a suggestion. It's not, you know, I'll, I'll operate in seven today, I'll, you know, and I'll fill in the two tomorrow. That's not how it works. The fruit of the Spirit is an everyday, all nine day. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Sorry, Jenna. We were just supposed to take a breather, but then we saw really cute, comfy outfits. And you always need more comfy outfits. Um, and so the nine fruit of the Spirit is a requirement and peace is one of them. Remember Jenna, I'm broken inside. Just remember that. <laughs> um, and so Philippians 4, 6 through 7, I'll start off with this before I give you a few of the musts here for peace is don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So it says here, preface, before it even tells you that you're going to experience God's peace. It tells you what to do about it. It tells you not to worry and it tells you to pray. So if that's something, you know, which you should be starting your day with is time with the Lord and prayer. And then you'll realize that you can plan for peace for the rest of your day. So you end your night feeling like not overwhelmed. Your peace brings you joy. You can go to bed joyful. You can go to bed uh in love, in the perfect operation that you can go to bed in to have a good night's sleep and wake up and do it all over again. But that's something that you should literally, when you put your feet on the ground, pray, have time with the Lord, and then look at your day. How can I plan for peace? Are, I mean, and this is like practical stuff, but Practical things will get in the way of the word of God that he's told you and you'll forget about it and then you won't operate in that peace. Um, and so then it says in verse 7, then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. What does his peace do? It tells you there in verse 7. It will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. So right there, if you can learn to operate and plan for peace each and every day, you will see that your heart is guarded, it's protected by peace, and your mind is guarded and protected by peace, which we'll get into in Isaiah 26, one of my other favorite verses. But you will see that experiencing his peace, not worrying, realizing <laughs> not everything's a really big deal we kind of build things up in our head more so is that your heart and your mind will be guarded when you learn to operate in peace so first thing is 
a must. We must operate in peace as the fruit of the Spirit. We know in Galatians 5.22, that's what it says. It lists all of the nine. Um, we must seek peace. We must go searching for it. That's why I say plan for peace for your day. Just like you plan everything else, you schedule everything else for your day, we must seek peace. What's your atmosphere going to look like? Your relationships? You're going to have peace between your kids? Are you going to have peace between your husband or your wife? Are you going to make a point to have peace at work? And so it says in Psalm 34, 14, turn away from evil and do good. Then it says, seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace and pursue it. Go after it. Search it out. Get that gift that God has given to you and pursue it. So you must seek peace. Next, we must receive peace. John 14, 27 says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. Oh, snap. I can't do that thing that people used to do in high school. <laughs> Never could. I guess my fingers aren't floppy enough. Look, here we go again. There's the gift, peace of mind and heart. What do we just read in Philippians? His peace will guard your heart and mind. Okay, so John 14, 27, I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give so it doesn't matter what is the latest and greatest thing that's coming out the latest and greatest invention whatever people tell you about you know counselors and therapy and uh, certain types of music and hey even those essential oils. Okay, guys, I know they smell good, but they're not gonna bring you uh, peace forever because that thing turns off after a while. That diffuser only lasts for a certain amount of time. And so <laughs> all that stuff is temporary. But it says that the world didn't give it. I love that song, The World Can't Take It Away. That's why I said that earlier. So it says, don't be troubled or afraid. You see the connection here in peace. When you receive peace, put on peace, plan for peace, seek out peace, pursue peace, what is like a common, common uh, answer here? You won't live in trouble. You won't live in anxiety. You can't live in fear. You can't feel troubled or um, upset. You can't feel confused when you live and operate in peace. You can't, you, you're not going to worry about, you know, I, I am probably different because I, I get a lot of, as a mom, than, than other moms. And so I always just say it has to be supernatural peace because take me to a park and all I can say is just, <laughs> just take me to a park with my kids and <laughs> Tiffany's holding her heart back there. I am a little bit different than most moms, but I, I, I have learned to get to that point to operate in peace. I'm always like, and this is one thing I teach my kids too, because there are situations that get hyped up around us or, you know, and it could put people in a, a tizzy and concerned and worried. And I always tell 
Brooklyn and Maddie, I say, listen, we can't uh, figure things out. We can't hear the voice of the Lord and the Holy Spirit if we're worked up and we're got other things going on in our mind and spewing out of our mouth. So we, I always tell them, let's remain calm. Remain calm and it's going to be all right. We got our angels. We're protected. Let's figure this out. And so that's one thing I've always taught them is I think I'll probably do this on another broadcast is hearing the voice of the Lord and that your kids know the voice of the Lord at a young age is like extremely vital, especially with all the voices that are going on. Kids, YouTube, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, people in schools, people, people out in public. I mean, it is um, so many voices out there and we have to know the right voice and, and live in that perfect peace. So the first one was, we must operate in peace. It is the fruit of the spirit. We must seek peace. We have to pursue it. We must receive peace. It's a gift. So if you're not walking in perfect peace, you forfeited a gift. And that's why I titled this something I'll never forfeit. You know, you get, you get a good gift from somebody, you want to hang on to that, right? You want, you, you, it's your gift. Your name was on that tag. It's yours. You want to keep it. It's wonderful. It's something you've always asked for. And you're like, yes, I finally got it. Okay, so that's like what peace is that Jesus gave to us. It's a gift. Your name was on the name tag. Each person got a gift of peace from the Lord with their name on the name tag. And so it's something that you've got to hang on to. If, if anything is going on, it has to be an inner look. It's our responsibility as Christians to walk out a Christian lifestyle and Christian ways. It's our responsibility. I know that's like <laughs> for people because everyone wants to push everything off on everyone else and give excuses for everything else and as to why this is going on and to why this is happening and, and this and that. But it's, it's like, nope, collect my thoughts. Let me get with the Lord. Let me figure out where I handed over my peace what I can stop, what I can rearrange. And I'm going to keep saying it because it has to be stuck in your head. When you wake up in the morning, you have to plan for peace for your day. All right. Uh, we must have peace because it brings joy. You know, I could do a whole other broadcast on joy. We know that the, the word of God says that uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. See, it's all connected. All that nine fruit of the Spirit is connected. They are all helpers to each other. So like self-control to me is one of the most important fruit of the Spirit because everything else falls into line with self-control. It's a hard one, guys. It's a hard one. We all have to work really hard at self-control. But the rest of it all falls into line. And so peace brings Joy. We must have peace because it brings joy. I don't know people that have joy that aren't peaceful. See, it goes hand in hand. They back each other up. They back each other up. You, you know, and so in Proverbs 12, 20, it says, Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil. Oh, oh, hold on a second. But those who plan peace 
have joy. See what I've been saying this entire broadcast? Plan for peace. Proverbs 12, 20. I just, I wrote all these out and I didn't want to have to sit here and flip. So that's why I'm reading here on my iPad. But those that have deceit in their heart, who uh, deceit is in their heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy. You gotta have joy. Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. If there's joy and there's peace, there's no room for anything else. There's no room for anything else that the enemy has sent to destroy your life. So we need to not focus on the bad stuff. We don't need to glorify Satan. We don't need to focus on, on the shoulda, woulda, couldas. We don't need to focus on that. We need to focus on, hey, how can I operate the Bible way? How can I operate in joy, love, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness, self-control? Because they're all helpers to each other. How can I learn to operate in that? Also says in Matthew 5, 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And so blessing comes, joy comes. You get the name, you're called the son of God. I think that's a pretty good name to have. And it's those who plan for peace have joys. Okay, so the next one, I'll read them all real quick to you. We must have peace. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's a requirement. We must seek peace. We must receive peace. Uh, we must have peace because it brings joy. And we must have peace because it overrides trouble and worry. Isaiah 26.3 is, You must keep him in perfect peace whose mind... Oh, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. We keep our thoughts on the word of God. We keep our thoughts on um, our confession, what the Bible says over our life, what the Bible says over our situation. It's keeping our mind on him will remain in perfect peace. I want to live in that perfect peace. My, that's just how my mind thinks. It's like, okay, there's an answer for every, okay, there's an answer for every situation. He's given us the Bible and there's an answer for every situation. So sometimes, just like in the natural, when you're learning something, you're like, hold on, this doesn't make sense. I need to study it out. I need to find a YouTube video on it. I know that it can be done. You know, you like, you have that inkling. I know it can be fixed. Let me figure it out. That's the same for the Word of God. We might not have the answer right then and there, but he's given us a book of answers. So when we keep our thoughts fixed on him, when we keep ourselves in the word, when we keep ourselves filled up, our thoughts are always on him, are, are always on the word of God. That's why like the, the world would never be able to trick you if you stay in peace. I, I can't be tricked. I, you can't tell me... Uh, you know, things are, are happening again out in the world and this uh, lies, 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 lies. I have to have this to be safe. I have to take this, you know, so I can be protected. I have to do this. And that's, that's not true. That's not true. It goes, everything that they're telling us in society 
goes against the word of God. It goes against the very word of God. And this is our life's manual. This is what we have to go to. This is what we compare what we hear our situations to. If it doesn't line up with what Jesus said, then you know it's wrong. I mean, and that's an easy way to, you know, put that together. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, then you know that it's wrong. And so God is constant. His word never changes. he's He's not a man, so he doesn't lie. We don't need to be moved. You don't need to feel overwhelmed all the time or anxious or tired. That's what those little things in the natural will try to steal your peace. Those little decisions. I know we laughed at the beginning with it with, you know, spending $5 here to get a luggage cart or spending, you know, this to do the valet or spending a little extra on your vacation or, you know, spending a little extra when you uh, buy a ticket and upgrade it. But those little extras you've planned for peace for your day. You're able to get to the next thing you have to do. You're able to be with your family and not be worked up or bothered about something. You know, that, the, that kind of stuff rubs on you, you know, when you're in those situations. And it, it leaves a, a weightness on you, a weightiness on you. It leaves, you know, annoyance on you. Then, then you're annoyed. And then, you, you know, you're annoyed at that situation, but your annoyance has stayed with you. And now you, for some reason, get annoyed at whoever's around you. You're annoyed at your kids, your husband, your wife. And so it then changes the entire atmosphere for your day. So that's why I'm really big on making sure you plan for peace. Take, take the little extra funds that it does for, for certain things to make your day bit better. Take a little extra time in something if it means, hey, you know, I don't need to make this, you know, this schedule so close. It's going to make me overwhelmed. It's going to make me feel, it, you know, you know these things in advance. So that's why I'm a big believer on, <laughs> Lord of God, but to plan for peace for your day. I'm going to end uh, in Deuteronomy 31 with you. And it says, I'll just go ahead and read 6 through 8. It says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. Do not panic. We are not Christians of panic. We are not Christians of doubt and worry and feeling overwhelmed and tired and always ready um, to uh, pull our hair out and, uh, you know, bark at somebody about something. We're not women and men of panic. That, that word doesn't even um, go, hand in, go, go hand in hand for a believer. It has nothing. It's the complete opposite. You, you ever see Jesus walking around on earth panicking about anything? Anything. He had plenty to panic about. Everyone was always trying to kill him his entire life. From the moment he was born, everyone wanted to kill him all the time. He never panicked. He never, like, was looking over his shoulder concerned, you know, is somebody going to get me when I sleep? Is somebody going to get me? No. He literally walked in perfect peace. And say, Bonnie, she said, just got back from vacation. I can totally relate. And it's true. Um Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not panic before them, for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. 
he will ne neither fail you nor abandon you. Then Moses called Joshua, and all as Israel watched, he said to them, Be strong and courageous, for you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors. He would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. Do not be afraid, he says it again, or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will ne ne neither fail you nor abandon you. And so you have to realize that he's given you a gift. He's going before you. They're not, we're not supposed to panic. We're not supposed to feel overwhelmed and stressed and tired and aggravated. That's not one of the nine fruit of the spirit. It's the complete opposite. It's exactly how the enemy wants you to react about everything. He wants a situation to cause division. He wants a situation. He's looking for a situation where you know, we know once our words come out of our mouth, yes, we can say sorry, but they still come out and people still hear them. He wants you to get to that point where something is said and it causes uh, division and hurt feelings and bitterness. He wants that to happen. Don't be smarter than that. Have the one up on him, which you already do by having the word of God. He's not a creator, nothing new about him. What he left heaven with when he went to hell is all he has is all his resources. Don't let him trick you. Don't let him get you to the place where you're feeling those things, where you're feeling panic and concern and worry and fear and overwhelmed and tired and stressed. Don't get to that point. Psalm 119, I'll leave with you 165. Great peace have those who love your law. When you love the word, love the word. And it says, nothing can make them stumble. Ending with Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have those who love your law. I love the Lord. I love his word. I love to watch miracles. I love to be in his presence. I love to praise and worship him. Get to that point. Get that love back for the word of God. Get that hunger and desire to be in his presence, to feel revival, to uh, be a soul winner. Get that love for the things of God. And it says nothing can make them stumble. You won't stumble. You won't forfeit your peace. You won't forfeit the most precious, you know, gift, that supernatural peace that God has given to you. You won't forfeit it over something uh, that's trivial. You won't, you won't forfeit it over something that's stupid. You won't forfeit it over something that could have been totally avoidable. You won't forfeit it. Great peace, great peace have those who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. And that's what I'm going to uh, end with today. I'm going to pray for you because it's something, you know, I, I love doing these on Fridays because I feel like, hey, we've had such a great week. And then, you know what? It's the weekend. But what we had for the week, we still need to go into the weekend. You know, it doesn't change. It's not like time off. It's the weekend, you know, time off from God, time off from Jesus, time off from his word. No, 
it is something that we carry into the weekend because sometimes we get busier in the weekend sometimes we got other things going on in the weekend and so we got to take what we have and activate it for the next day and so heavenly father thank you for each and every person that's uh, watching this now watching on the replay listening to the podcast Thank you, Lord, that they are men and women of God that are not going to hand over the peace, the supernatural peace that you've given to us. We will not forfeit it. We're not going to buy into the lies of the enemy. We're not going to live disastrous lives. We're going to live in peace. We're going to live calm. We're going to live full of joy. We're going to live stable, rooted in, in, in like a rock, like a sure foundation that your word of God says. That's how we're going to live each and every day. Lord, you promised us peace. You gave it as a gift and you promised if we love your word and obey it, we'll have it. You promised if we keep our thoughts fixed on you, we'll have peace. Thank you, Lord, for giving us that way of operating in our lives that with peace we won't stumble with peace we won't lose our trust with peace our faith will rise and grow with peace joy will be in our life and will operate in unity and strength thank you lord for that precious supernatural gift of peace that you've given to us in the mighty name of jesus i pray amen Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of all that we're doing here for Miracle Word Ministries. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me for this hour on Friday. Um, sorry, I was just reading some comments that were popping up. Sometimes I, I want to read them during while I'm talking, but then I kind of wait and then I kind of go back. But uh, put the emojis, write amen, hands, hearts. Uh, let me know that you received that prayer, that you're going to uh, operate in peace. You're going to plan for peace each and every day. Just, just get that in your mindset. That verse that I read, um, that was Proverbs 12, 20. Remember that. Highlight that. But those who plan peace have joy. That's how we're going to operate in. We're not going to look like sad, dejected, mean, uh, pitiful Christians. That's not our nature. That's not our MO. And so that is not how we're going to live. We're going to live in our supernatural peace, peace with our kids, peace as a parent. You know, we, we, we can't protect our kids better than God can protect our kids. We can't do it. That's why it's important we live in peace. You know, there are going to be times where the angels are going to have to step in over our children. And that's what they're there for. <laughs> they work for you. They work for me. And so God cannot protect our, uh, we cannot protect our kids better than God can. So we can't get that mindset, you know, that there's something that he can't do that we can do better. So we're going to operate in peace as parents. We're going to know our children walk in protection. We're going to know that I walk in protection. You walk in protection. We're going to have that supernatural peace wherever we go, whatever we do, and whatever we're thinking. Amen? Amen. Okay, good. Now I'm going to announce the winner for our cake pops. Oh, I, st I still got to get the confetti. I still got to figure out the music. We're going to get this. We're going to get this down pat, guys, and it's going to be a whole shebang. <laughs> All right. So today, the winner for the cake pops is 
Leslie Joy. And I know you're still on because you just commented um, during the prayer. I'm so excited that you won. I know your kids are going to love the cake pops. I don't know if you've ever had them before, if you've ever ordered them before, you've had them somewhere, or you've just heard of us talking about it. But Leslie Joy has won the cake pops, and they're going to be um, ordered, and they're going to be shipped to you next week. And then... Um, I, I will give this disclaimer. When your shorts don't fit, don't come after me. <laughs> because they're that good and you're going to eat a lot. But listen, then you get on YouTube and you do Sydney Cummings that I've been advertising about. She's really great and it's free workout videos. Um, so I'm so excited that Leslie Joy has won. I'm excited that you get to try them. Congratulations. I love you guys. Um, I don't, we leave again next Wednesday, so I don't know if I'm going to get, pretty soon, pretty soon, I will be here a lot more consistent throughout the week when school starts and summer is a little, ah, I'm everywhere, but pretty soon I will be here a lot more and more consistent throughout the week, but um, I don't know, possibly I'll, I'll uh, scoot on the broadcast in the morning next week with Ted, he comes home tonight, and we're back live Monday morning at 10.30. Make sure you join us. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh, before I go, if your kids have received this project that we sent out for uh, the summer project for the kids, I want to see pictures. Maddie and Brooklyn and Teddy and Alex, they love to see that you're participating. So make sure if you are a part of this, um, you still can digitally if you go to Miracle Word kids.com forward slash summer you can be a part of it but um i want you to uh be a part of it and, and send the pictures because we love to see where you're traveling we love to see what you're doing this summer uh, so make sure you get there be a part of it start posting i know some people have already posted on instagram uh, so I got to see some of them and they're so cute. I've got kids in the trees. They've climbed trees with, with uh, Teddy. And um, some, the, some of the Miracle Word kids have been in a reptile cage. To be honest with you, I got one of those pictures. So <laughs> they're everywhere. But we're always traveling. But the kids wanted to go on travels with you. So that's what we wanted to do for a summer project. Cut them out and post pictures of where you guys are and make sure to tag us. I love you. We'll see you Monday morning at 1030. Have a great weekend.